The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. <laughs> listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. We are coming off the back of a clean sweep last week. <clears throat> Not one lock, but two locks. Man City on the Asian handicap. Newcastle to win at home to Cardiff. The parlay came in easily, as did the underdog. This week, we are looking at FA Cup fourth round action. Last week, I said that I would bring in a guest on the show to give you a big price parlay. That was Adele Woodward. She couldn't come in on the show, but she put a recording in at the end of the show, which I did see got tacked onto the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed at the last minute. So that was on last week's EPL show. This week, I'm going to bring her on at the beginning. It's Adele Woodward. You, you can speak now. <laughs> I, Hi. <laughs> I, just, I just introduced you. So, so this is the first time I'm on radio, so I don't really, you know, know what I'm saying. But I've picked my five teams, and I'm pretty solid on them. Yeah, so it's not um, as big at odds this week because there was it was difficult for you to find anything to make it bigger, right? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really pick teams that I thought were solidly going to win. So I've just gone on the basis that, you know, I think these teams are pretty much a given uh, but then again it's FA Cup so you just never know do you, but um, I've gone with Man City to beat Burnley uh, well, just basically because Burnley are pants in general, I mean the 16th Man City are second, I just thought it were a no-brainer, so I've gone for that one. So we'll, break, we'll, we'll run through, what we'll do is we'll run through your games one by one and then um so we'll go through your five selections as to why you've picked them. I'll have a look at these games whilst we're doing them as well. So for that one, I'm looking at it. Man City are one to eleven. The draw is nine to one, and Burnley are twenty five to one. I don't know what bookie you use. We use we're sponsored by mybookie.ag. So um, you may have got slightly different prices, but I'm not sure it's going to come out too differently. Um, for me, I agree with what you're saying. Not only that. But for this one, I'd go as far as um, Man City to win this on a two-goal handicap, which is available at four to six. Um, Man City rest, were able to rest everyone midweek against Burton. Um, they'll probably rest players here as well, but it'll be the other half of the players that didn't play against Burton and because the priority is going to be the league game coming up in midweek because they're chasing Liverpool. But there's, there's no way Burnley beat them. The most annoying thing about the FA Cup this year is how these little teams are resting players as well. Like last round, um, Leicester rested players against Newport County. They're playing for 
anywhere between 8th and 13th place in the league. They're not going to go down. They're not challenging for the league. Why are you not trying to win the FA Cup? Doesn't make any sense. But I think Burnley are the type of team that will do the same thing. And their weak team against Man City's squad players is going to be a massacre. I agree. Um, what's the next one? So I've got Middlesbrough to beat Newport. Um, to be honest, I don't even know why I picked them. I think because I don't know too much about Middlesbrough or Newport. The only reason I sort of picked that was because Newport have let me down so many times on accumulators that I just don't like them anymore. So I picked Middlesbrough just based on that. Well, there's, um, the, there's the league. There's a league differential plus the fact that. Well, obviously, yeah, because Middlesbrough are in Championship and Newport are in League One. Um, you know, that's that's obviously a, a big reason as well. But um, again, I've just I fell out with Newport quite a, quite a while ago because they just kept letting me down. So um, I backed Middlesbrough for that one. I'm, again, I think that's quite a, quite an easy choice, really, with the difference in leagues. But then again, with FA Cup, you, you just don't know, do you? I'm seeing that at the best price of four to nine on odds check. I don't know what you got for that, but at the end of the day, um, there's a there's a there's a league there's a league between them and Middlesbrough got knocked out in the quarterfinal stage of the Carabao Cup at home to Burton, and I'm saying that not as a reason not to take this bet, but the odds of lightning striking twice they're not going to be that complacent this time around they've already had an embarrassing result they're the team that should be playing should have been playing in the semi-finals against Man City they obviously would have done better than losing 2-0 sorry 10-0 on aggregate like Burton did but you know they didn't even get to play the game because they ended up losing the quarterfinal at home to Burton so I don't think that they'll be that complacent and I like Middlesbrough at this price um, at four to nine is what I'm seeing it at but you know it varies that's the best price you can get it at so so far I'm with you what's the third one? Well I've got Wolves to beat Shrewsbury and again that's sort of easy because Wolves are eighth in the Premier League and Shrewsbury are 18th in League One so I don't know I mean I just think you know based on that Wolves are going to win that one as well so I'm just picking my choices really based on sort of sensical sort of reasons um, the teams that are just better so I pick Wolves just for that reason yeah I but, think the thing is looking at the last round Wolves did it differently to the Bournemouths and the Leicesters that are already sitting out on the sidelines Wolves got drawn against Liverpool they took it completely seriously and they beat them and I think Wolves are one of the teams doing it differently in that they recognise their league position is going to vary between 7th and 15th. And it doesn't really matter what one. It, 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 I mean, obviously, given the choice, you'll take 7th over 15th. But it doesn't matter to them. The, the fact is, is that the money's all in the Premier League. You want to stay there. And how much of a big difference is it going to be playing your, playing your main team in the Cup? They did it in the last round. I don't think we'll see a much weakened wolf side. And actually, this is a really good bet. This one is available at four to seven. So if you are looking to bolster parlays, then then yeah, I'd go for Wolves as well. I agree. I, I, I'm not even going to bother looking through the other markets on this match because I think that's a good one. What's the other one? The fourth one. I've got, I've got Swansea to beat Gillingham. Um, am I even saying that right? Is it Gillingham? Yeah. Um, Swansea, 19th Championship and Gillingham 19th in League One. And from what I've seen, like, you know, just generally having my bets on a Saturday, Gillingham are big scorers. So um, I just think that, you know, Swansea will probably tip that one. 
Um, and they're, they're quite surprising team Swansea because in the past they'll lose so many games consecutively against teams that they really should be beating and then they'll just pull a surprise out of the bag and beat a team that they really shouldn't be able to beat. So I kind of like Swansea for that reason because they're just quite an unusual team for me. Do you have a, so, do you have a soft spot? They landed a massive accumulator for you before, haven't they? They landed a huge one for me, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in the pub with my friends and, you know, they're, they're all guys and we all had a bit of a, a bit on. And I put a pound on sort of five or six teams and I picked mostly favourites, apart from Swansea. And I'm sure it was Swansea to beat Man U. I'm sure it was. It, it was a... It was a a really good team anyway. I think it might have been Man U. I think, um, do you know what? You told me that the other day and I think it was Liverpool because I remember, actually. I remember, sure. I remember Swansea beating Liverpool on a Monday night football and that could be the last game of an accumulate. I remember a lot of people lost money on it. So I, I think it was when Swansea beat Liverpool 1-0. It could have been. I mean, I can't quite remember because there were quite a few. I mean, it was a Sunday afternoon and I had a few drinks by then. And because I've got a soft spot for Swansea, um, I kind of picked them on that basis and I didn't really want to go along with what everybody else was doing. Um, and, you know, all the guys are looking and they're like, hang on a minute, that's not coming in a million years. I mean, you know, off a pound, you win. I think I won 350 quid off a pound. And I was like... Yeah, but I just like Swansea. And they're like, well, that's not a reason to, to, to put them in an accumulator where they're just not going to win. And then I wasn't, even, I wasn't even looking at my bet, to be honest. I'm too busy talking to people. And then, you know, one of them ran over and went, I can't believe this, but your bet's in. I was like, really? And I checked my phone and I was like, yeah, that was, that, I've just got 350 quid off a pound. And you all doubted me. And I said, no, 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 Swansea, they're going to win this one. They're like, no, there's no way they can beat them. And it happened. So I just like them based on the fact that they once won me 350 quid off a pound. I think <laughs> so I've put them in bets now. In this instance, because um, they went down last year, they, they, they took a while to adjust. Whereas Stoke City, who looked like the best team from the Premier League that went down last year, haven't really adjusted to this championship. Swansea have now. They've moved up the table in recent weeks they're now up to ninth which puts them on the edge of the playoffs which they would be expected to get to at the start of the season so I would think that they would be looking to this is this is I think the riskiest one on your on your bet because if if someone like Swansea rest players then it's susceptible to an upset but for me I think based on the fact they suffered a relegation last year they would want a tie in the next round where their supporters get to see them mixing with a big Premier League team again because that will be something that obviously leaves a massive hole in the supporters' like minds and hearts. Like if your team go down, you lose the game. To, you lose seeing them against Man U. You lose seeing them against Liverpool. You lose seeing them against Arsenal. You lose seeing them against Man City. So all these games have been taken away from Swansea City supporters. So I think that that, that would be a motivating factor. So yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll give you that one as well. Is that the last? No, you've got one more. It's the fifth one's coming, isn't it? Or is that it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I've got one more. I've got one more. I've got West Ham to beat Wimbledon. Um, well, they're 10th in the Premier League, West Ham. And yeah. Wimbledon, the 24th. I mean, they're last in, like, League One. Right. So, I mean, again, that's a good enough reason to, to pick them to win. But, again, Wimbledon's another team that's kind of blacklisted from my... Um, you know, I usually pick uh, eight teams on my goals galore, where it's... Um, is it goals galore? No, the... The way both teams score. But yeah, um, both teams goals go or both teams to score, yeah. 
yeah, and they always let me down. Wimbledon always let me down. So I blacklisted them from any of my goals galores ever because of this. So uh, I picked West Ham um, because I don't like Wimbledon because uh, they always let me down. And West Ham are, are just, you know, clearly a better team with them being 10th in the Premier League and Wimbledon being last in their league. So, yeah, based them on that. So if they do win, I'll be so upset because the amount of times that team has let me down, if they beat West Ham in the FA Cup, it's going to make my blood boil honestly no there's just no <laughs> chance can't happen. I don't think there's any chance I love the prices one to two West Ham have got a squad that's 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 fairly deep for West Ham it's deeper than it's ever been before the fact they can bring in the likes of um, Obiang and, and Noble and people that aren't regularly playing for them um, and Andy Carroll as well I, I just think that West Ham will win this game easily I don't get this price West Ham West Ham Everton and Wolves were three of those mid-table teams that recognised, yes, we're mid-table. Yes, we need to go for the FA Cup because a run will be good for our supporters. And then they and then, then they all managed to get through to the fourth round, whereas Leicester and Bournemouth are sitting at home with their thumbs up their asses this weekend and their supporters have got no football to watch. And I don't understand why, because Leicester and Bournemouth could have easily won the last round. Everton, Wolves and West Ham are all playing and Everton, West Ham and Wolves should all get through. Everton have the toughest game at Millwall but I completely agree that West Ham and Wolves will be able to get through. And what does this parlay pay, uh, all five selections? What did you find it at? Uh, well, you put £10 on and you win £43. So, don't seem a lot. But then again, if you you know, you know want to go for it and put £100 on, you get £430 back. I suppose it makes it more worthwhile. And I think that, you know, sort of based on the odds... Although it's the FA Cup and there's some uh, always some shockers, um, I can't really see any of them teams losing. Um, but then again, you know, I'm usually wrong. Yeah, it's plus... <laughs> there's always one that lets me down, always. And I'm still looking at it now, trying to decide which of those ones is likely to let me down. We ran, we ran through it. I would say only Swansea would be the only one I have any doubt over. But like... Other than that, it's it's fairly solid. Man City aren't going to lose. I don't. I think Wolves, Wolves and West Ham need the run. I think Swansea was the only one I had any doubts about. I've forgotten what the what the one is. I've just missed there. Um, Middlesbrough, yeah, Middlesbrough it was. Um, again, I don't think they would have any problems. So I, I'm completely on board with it. I'd be giving that my back in as well. I might have something on as well. Do you know what I think? Based on what you've said to me, I'm, I'm gonna put. I might put hundred quid on it. I'm not a massive gambler, but I might do it. And then if I don't win anything, I'm just gonna blame you. So <laughs> you bl- okay. blame me for like for, for, <laughs> I'm gonna blame you <laughs> for validating your bet. I, I need to. It's not. I've got a three-team parlay that I'll be giving out at the end as well. Uh, end of the podcast, and um, it has got a couple of them in it anyway. So, so yeah, I can't. You can't go too far wrong with it. Um. Again, I can't see where it's going to lose. The only thing, the only one, if I had to pick one, it would be Swansea. But that in itself is reflected in the price anyway, in terms of Swansea being uh, the biggest price out of all the selections that you've gone there with anyway. So it, that would be an obvious thing to say. And and the, and the lowest, are, are Swansea lower or Middlesbrough lower? I'm just trying to have a look. Oh no, Swansea are low. Middlesbrough have got themselves into fifth. So yeah, Swansea, the lowest ranking winning team that you've taken. So that's the obvious thing for me to say. Have you got any lean at all in the Arsenal-Man U game? Because when once you go, that's the first game I'm going to cover on my own. So have you got any lean on that? Because that's obviously the big one at the weekend. It's tomorrow. You see, I didn't even want to touch that game at all. Um, I mean, there's not 
there's, well, there's no difference between them at the minute, is there? Um, Not league-wise, you know, but United are coming off the back of winning seven in a row. So, I mean, there is that. I think it's because Man United now, are, you know, obviously they all hated their old manager, so they're all sort of trying to prove something now as if to say, you know, now we're going to play properly again because, you know, we've got what we wanted. We've got rid of him. So we're pretty much happy as a team again. So I think that they're just going to continue winning um, just because they've got that to prove. And so I don't know because... Obviously, Arsenal have been doing well, so that's the reason I've even, I've not even touched that game um, because it could go either way. It's a weird. If I was going to go if I was gonna think about it, I'd probably say I'd probably say a draw. Draws weird one because it gets them both a replay. I, I don't think either of them want. Um, although at the same time, this is now the best chance for both of them to get a trophy. Arsenal are still in the Europa League; they could get that. United are still in the Champions League, although they've got Paris in the next round. Although this week, um, just a little update for you guys: I think Neymar may be injured, and I think we're going to find out in the next 48 hours if that's extensive enough for Neymar to be out of the Man U game in which case Man United to beat Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League is looking like a really good bet especially at the price that has been left at the moment so bear that one in mind but as it stands this is probably the most realistic chance of a trophy obviously both teams are going to be pushing for fourth place in the Premier League but if things carry on like this with United they could get as high as third because Tottenham now they lost tonight in the um in the Carabao Cup. Uh, Deli Ali's injured. Davis was injured. He came off tonight. Uh, Harry Kane is out. And Son is playing in the um, in the Asian Cup. So Tottenham could easily drop down. And they're not obviously not challenging for the league anymore. It's just Man City and Liverpool. So I won't be surprised if United snuck into third. For this game, um, I'll give my prediction. I'll break it down more thoroughly in terms of uh, prices and goal scorers and both teams to score and everything. Um once Adele goes but uh, I will start with that one but just for a straight up pick as a Man U fan I'm obviously going to just take Man U I just can't see Arsenal breaking that run they just don't seem to have any bottle like to win to win these kind of games like I watched them at West Ham and they weren't very good so I'm hesitant to pick them it'll be interesting to see what both managers do with the teams as well I'd expect they'd be like full strength um, is there any upset that you picked out at all like obviously there isn't because I think knowing you you would have just you would have whacked it on there if you could see an upset yeah I mean the only other game I toyed with instead of the Swansea one was Millwall Everton right um, but Everton have let me down for the last two weeks now and um, the reason I picked them for the last two weeks is because I uh, work with uh, a really avid sort of Everton supporter. And every week at work, when we all have a little bit of a, a, a knack going on, he's always Everton, back Everton. And I always take his advice because I don't really want to upset him because I work with him. And he's just always wrong. <laughs> the last two weeks, he's been wrong. Oh, Everton are um, a complete mixed bag. They're terrible to bet on. Yeah, so, you know, all I have to do is sit across the office and glare at him, you know, for making me choose Everton. Um, So, I don't know. I I didn't want to touch that one either, just based on the fact that they've let me down for two weeks in a row now. Um, So, I think I should probably maybe put my bets on before I get to work, so that I've already done it. So, I can't include them in the bet, and I'm not upsetting anyone when I get to work. But, um, yeah, I don't know about that one, Millwall-Everton. 
Yeah, no, I think that could be one of those shockers that everybody will back Everton. But Millwall um, could win that one just because Everton are just so hit and miss. It will always have increased action being the being a televised game on a Saturday. So it's going to be a game where people want to bet because gambling is addictive and you will bet on what's in front of you. It's just it's just human nature to do it. These Saturday games, a lot of them that you've included will take less action than that Everton game, no doubt about it. But I, I just think Everton will be too strong for them in that game. Um, I spoke about what you did last week and, because, and why you couldn't make the show. Obviously... Um, Adele works for the police. I said that last week. She's a police officer. She also gave out her Instagram. So if some of you have put those two things together, she's a policewoman and she's obviously attractive. Would you be fair to say, <laughs> would it be fair to say that you could be the most attractive female policewoman in England? Um, not without a filter, no. <laughs> no, she's being, she's being modest now, aren't you? I, I would say... I would say that we've managed not whether whether the bets win or lose this week. You can still say, "Oh well, I got it off the UK's most attractive policewoman." But <laughs> and then and then you can justify it. Do you want to give that out again, just in case someone didn't catch it last week, or anything else you want to give out at all? Uh, no, that's my Instagram. Um, if anyone wants to follow me, not quite sure where anyone would because I never put anything. But interesting they did. But they did, though, didn't they? <laughs> but they, but they a few did. People did, yeah. yeah. A few people did. There was a guy actually who followed me on Instagram, and then added me on Facebook as well, like within a few minutes. And then you know he sent the the wave. And then, to be honest, I don't even check my my Facebook Messenger. I think I've got like forty messages on there that I haven't even looked at because uh, I don't I don't really use my Messenger often on Facebook. Right. And uh, I think because I'd not replied within twenty four hours, he decided to unfollow me and delete me in a bit of a man paddy. Like so, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, 99% of the listeners to the show, I think that's even that's probably going a little low. Will probably be men. So that, that is what you're going to get. What was that Insta again? It's uh, all lowercase, and it's Dell underscore Woodward zero one. So, because uh, no one's called me Adele since I was probably about 15. It's just kind of like a nickname that's stuck. But it's not much of a nickname. It's only missing the first letter off my actual name. But, um, yeah, my boss, my work friends, everybody calls me uh, just Del. So, um, yeah, that's kind of stuck with me. Do you know, I'm, I'm actually toying with this. I'm looking at, I've written them down. I'm actually looking at this Millwall-Everton game now. And, you know, I'm so tempted to put just a little wager on Millwall. Um, nothing big, but just because I think, you know, the odds for Millwall winning that game are going to be pretty good. And there's always a shocker in the FA Cup do you, know, you, do you know, never see coming. Do you know what mine is? While, while, we're, while we're talking about the upset side of it, I just have a feeling that um, Crystal Palace will beat Tottenham on Sunday. Uh, because Tottenham, Palace haven't, Palace haven't been good at home this season, but I just feel that the way Tottenham's squad is at the moment, just losing injury after injury after injury. Um, and they've got Champions League to play and they're trying to stay in the top four. I just think they're going to sack this FA Cup off. I, I just feel that you're going to see a very young team of um, Skip and um, Foyt and loads of other, Foyt and loads of other people. Uh, Lorente is obviously still going to be in the team. I just think we're going to see loads of um, Tottenham players we don't usually see and I think they're going to go out against Palace that would be my only major upset that I can see um, yeah I've just had a look through and that's really the only one you see if anyone put any money on that well you know sort of like a tenny you, you, 
you know, you'd do all right from that bet just based on that game on its own. Because I think the odds for Tottenham to win are, you know, ridiculous. I'm not sure what they're at. I no, they've, they, they, they're they kind of on the ball with it. They've got it a bit close. They've got Tottenham at 6-4 to four, and they've got Palace at 19-10, to 10, so just under 2-1. to one. Another team the team, another team that's here that, that are actually 2-1 to one is Newcastle to win at home to Watford and I think they're looking at that and going Newcastle being in a relegation battle are really going to just sacrifice the cup here and, and not bother with it so that's another one we've got here as well but I'll run through them now um, so we've got your Instagram will you be back on uh, next week to give your bet out again on the EPL show yeah can do can't see any reason why not um, well obviously unless I'm working um, but uh, yeah it should be uh, should be okay with me all right, guys, so she will be on again, hopefully, next week. If not, she'll be on for a majority of the time for the rest of the season, giving you out big money, Akers. Obviously, this one wasn't as big as they usually would be. However, it's the FA Cup, so it has been a little bit more difficult to pick anything that looks like a really good underdog, as you've just heard. We've just gone through as many as we possibly can. But moving on with the show as we transition into Friday's game where Manchester United go to Arsenal and Manchester United are an underdog in this game. Arsenal are 6-4. to four. The draw is 13 to 5, and Man United are available at 9 to 5. Now, I'm not getting this line here. Um, I can understand Arsenal having slight favouritism. I can understand this being a pick'em. Man United have a significantly better team. They are in significantly better form. And the only thing Arsenal have going for them in this game is home advantage, where they have been very good at the Emirates this season only losing here once in the league and that was the opening day to Man City obviously they were also knocked out at home in the cup and that's where I'm going with this one what kind of Arsenal team are we going to see because we know that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will should be showing full respect to the FA Cup what kind of respect will Arsenal be showing now Arsenal unbelievably, have more trophy aspirations than Man United, even though they've come under heavy criticism um, in, the, in the last few weeks. They are sitting in fifth place in the league, although looking at the recent form, it would be a brave man that bets that Arsenal are going to finish above Man United. I think Man United are very likely to move past Arsenal and even Chelsea and maybe even Tottenham when you're looking at the forms and the team on paper. United have always had a good team. It was just getting those players to play together and getting them to play for each other and the manager so you know the United team has never been in question the quality of the players has never been something that I've questioned so that's the thing that you have to look at the teams on paper and trophy aspirations Man United have this they have um, no chance of winning the Premier League. They're out of the Carabao Cup and have a very slim chance of winning the Champions League this season. Um, they've, their chances improved, obviously, with Neymar being injured, which gives them a better chance in that Paris tie, as we spoke about earlier. However, um, you, you still feel that eventually, with the likes of Barcelona, Juventus, Real Madrid, all still in the competition, even Man City and Liverpool, uh, Man United will will struggle to, to compete 
in that competition. So after that, you're then looking at this FA Cup. Whereas for Arsenal, you're looking at the Europa League, a far, far easier competition to win that guarantees you a route into the Champions League. The only competition that Arsenal will be facing in that tournament will be most likely Chelsea um, and Inter Milan, two teams that have dropped into the Europa League. I'm trying to think here freely without without accessing uh, the Europa League odds to see who else is still still in that competition. But as far as I know, as far as I remember, Inter Milan were and and Napoli, the two Italian teams, were the big two that exited the Champions League in the last round. So I would say those two Italian clubs and the two English clubs, Arsenal and Chelsea, are going to determine who wins the Europa League this season. So looking at that and looking at the players on the pitch and looking at the squads that these two team ha- these two teams have and looking at the form, you would have to say Man United are really, really decent underdog here. Looking at Man United on the double chance as we move through the bets, <coughs> sorry, Man United are available at where are we? Four to seven here on the double chance, and that's Man United to simply avoid a defeat. If you want to take Man United draw no bet, Man United are available at even money, with Arsenal available at eight to eleven. I really do like that one. Uh, I like getting my money back here if it's a draw, if it goes to a replay, but also would much rather be on Man U here than Arsenal. Yes. Arsenal have turned in some decent home performances. They turned over Tottenham, they turned over Chelsea. But that was in London derbies. Because there's been so much press about Arsenal not having bottle, about Arsenal not being able to win the big games, they have turned up in those London derbies. And we've seen a lot more of a physical Arsenal team with Gendouzi and Lucas Torreira bossing that midfield and decent defensive performance against Chelsea uh, by Koscielny as well and a rare clean sheet for for Leno and of course you have the two strikers up front who can score any time Aubameyang and Lacazette are obviously dangerous the problem Arsenal have is the creative players in front of them Meza Ozil's not getting into this team which is odd because you'd think that would be exactly what you need but he's just going for sheer work rate and physicality around the entire team now Man United can match that work rate because that's what they've been doing under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer they've been working hard for Solskjaer in addition to that they have the physical players such as Matic and Pogba and they have a flair players to win this game Pogba again comes into that category and then you're looking at the likes of Anthony Martial as well and Jesse Lingard who also offer you pace and is there anyone quicker up front in the Premier League than Marcus Rashford These this trio could give the Arsenal defence absolute nightmares I'm picking Man U in this game not as a supporter but as somebody who has a vast knowledge of football betting. I'm looking at it as a complete outsider and I think I'm taking the better team on paper in better form with more ambition to win this competition. So I'm going to take Man United to win this game tonight and continue on with their run. Um, That's going to be my pick and we'll see where that figures in later when we do the Lock Dog Parlay portion of the show. There isn't too much else to look at here. I think we looked at 
everything with with Dell when she was on the call. Um, we broke down her bets. We looked at a couple of underdogs. We've spoken about the Everton trip to Millwall. I spoke about the possibility of Crystal Palace upsetting Tottenham. I think the one major game we've not really touched on is the Chelsea Sheffield Wednesday game, which will be on TV on Sunday night. Uh, Chelsea are two to nine. The draw is five to one, and Sheffield Wednesday are eleven to one. The most significant thing about this game will probably be the debut of Gonzalo Higuain. Higuain didn't sign in time to play in the Carabao Cup game yesterday or today, sorry, but. Um, doing this after midnight in the UK but still recording um, in in American Thursday I mean I'm in America's Thursday still technically um, so so yeah Gonzalo Higuain will be the main thing people will have their eyes on uh, Chelsea already in one cup final going strong in the Europa League they are sitting fourth in the Premier League but just about clinging on to that um, we saw yesterday I, I guess Sarri's burial of his own players resulted in some kind of reaction you could say however at the same time you're already starting to see how much weaker Tottenham are without Deli Alley, without Harry Kane and without Song and I think Tottenham will be interesting in the next few weeks they, they may be a team to avoid even though they have three relatively easy home games coming up as they face Watford at home, Newcastle at home and Leicester at home It'll be interesting to see if Tottenham fare as well in those games and just beat those opponents and and get routine wins without probably their best three attacking players. I mean, Ericsson comes into the argument, but he doesn't play in that front three. He's more of a quarterback in terms of laying off the balls and setting up the goals and and playing in in behind these guys. Who's now going to play in front of them? You would think Lucas Moore is guaranteed to occupy one of those positions. How much confidence does anybody have in Eric Lamella? And of course, Lorente, a man who has actually scored eight goals in his last five for Tottenham, but doesn't seem to get any respect from from the Tottenham fans. I think Lorente is is a secret pick that some people should be looking at for their fantasy teams. I certainly will be. So very interesting situation with Tottenham. Very interesting situation with Chelsea. Was that win yesterday a bounce back? Will they carry on the momentum here against Sheffield Wednesday? I think they will. I think the real test to see um, if Sarri's outburst as it were has any kind of a, a real reaction will be when when Chelsea go to, to Bournemouth um, I think that's a that's a tough game for everybody so when Chelsea go to Bournemouth on Wednesday we'll really find out what kind of reaction he has obviously the game after that on Saturday will be at home to Huddersfield so on paper could be a well-timed reaction because he's got them through to a cup final he has a relatively easy cup game on Sunday um, you'd expect Chelsea, if they're at their best, to beat Bournemouth away. And they will definitely beat Huddersfield at home. So he could have looked at that fixture list before he had his outburst where he criticised all his players and looked at it and thought, you know what, we could win four games here and it could look like this outburst works perfectly. He will be credited 100% for being correct for attacking his players if they go and win the next four games. But they have to take the second step here against Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously not worth taking Chelsea here at two to nine. So we'll be looking at other bets on this one. 
Uh, I'm going to take Chelsea minus one which is available at four to seven. In fact, I also like the bet of uh, the score and win bet, which is available. And um, you've got uh, Chelsea to win and Gonzalo Higuain to score available at 23 to 20. So nearly plus 120 there for you American listeners. So that's also worth looking at. I think Gonzalo Higuain will play in this game and will be able to start his Chelsea career off with a goal and uh, will become the starter thereafter in this Chelsea lineup. So that concludes all of the games that we're going to look at. We're now going to move on to the lock dog parlay portion of the show this is a tough one to find a lock this week um i think i was most confident when i was talking about um the the man u game uh, in terms of not man united winning but in terms of man united qualifying from this tie um last week i gave out two locks and if i give out man united draw no bet and it's voided it will sort of bring us back on track in terms of um, having the same number of locks to match podcasts, because at the moment we've got more locks than than podcasts. So this is a no-lose situation here. If this game is a draw, then it's just simply voided as a lock. And uh, if Man United win, then there's another win for our lock column. So we will take Man United at even money on the draw no bet tonight. Um, I'm confident that they will qualify in this game. Um, as for the underdog, we'll take Man United again. Actually, we'll change that. We'll take Man United as the underdog. For the lock, we'll switch back and we'll take uh, West Ham to win at AFC Wimbledon, which is available at the best price of four to seven. Uh, I think West Ham are far better than AFC Wimbledon. They're taking this competition relatively seriously. I think we'll see West Ham pick up a routine win here at AFC Wimbledon. The dog is Man United. And for the parlay, we're going to use a few of Dell's selections here uh, to bolster this parlay. Uh, We're going to have Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, to win away to Shrewsbury. Uh, We're going to take Chelsea outright to win at home to Sheffield Wednesday and to to finish it off we're going to go for Middlesbrough to beat Newport County so that's two selections that that Dell has already gone for plus the lock as well so we took three of her games on here in our selections so that's probably a, a credit to her in terms of what she's picked out I like her fivefold uh, parlay this week as well so my treble pays out 200 and what is it 249 pounds from 249 pounds and 74p from a 100 pound bet and again that's wolves outright chelsea outright and middlesbrough outright the dog is man united and the lock is west ham to win at afc wimbledon that concludes this week's edition of the epl show make sure you download the european show in order to do that you have to head over to lockbetting.com last week the european show swept and i don't just mean lock dog and parlay yes i landed the lock yes i landed the parlay and yes i landed the dog but i also landed every single pick i gave out i went seven and oh on that podcast on the european show however head over to lockbetting.com sign up 
and you can go and check it out. Go and listen to last week's show. It was a com- it was a complete sweep, and that's the second time I've done that this season. I went nine and zero just a month ago with all of the picks, and I also landed lock, dog, and parlay. Last week's EPL show, lock, dog, and parlay. We are on absolute fire right now. Like we are red, red, red hot. The EPL show alone is sitting at 22 and 6 for the season. Uh, as I said earlier, that's because we've done 27 podcasts, but we somehow have 28 locks uh, because of the double lock from last week. But hey, who can complain about landing two locks? I didn't hear any complaints about it last week. So we may do that again at another point in the season. Uh, there have been often times where I've liked two games and both have come in, but I've not done double locks. Obviously, the, what I do most of the time in that situation is give the, the second best over to my customers at lockbetting.com. So head over to there, sign up. We've had another unbelievable month we're on a 15 and 2 run and uh, one of those losers was the nfc championship where the new orleans saints got raped and robbed in broad daylight the the say i i was close to tears it was worse than last year it was worse than last year when minnesota did it to me that's the second time I've backed this team to win the NFC. Last year, I had them at eight to one. This year, me and my members had them at nine to two. That is one of our only losses that we've had in the last 17 bets. We're on a 15 and two run. I can't even think what the other one was. I think it was an NBA totals play. Other than that, 15 winners. No, it was um, TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw lost. Uh, the New Orleans Saints lost um, the NFC Championship. So they are the two losses, the two sole losses I've had in the last 17 bets. Every single football bet won last weekend. So if you want a piece of that action, head over to lockbetting.com. That's it for this week's show. Me and Dale will be back next week. Dale will be joining in at the end of the show next week to give her big money parlay again hopefully she'll be able to find something bigger unless you guys are happy with being given parlays of around about four or five to one let us know what you want do you want her to come on and find you something massive where we're only going to land two parlays a year but you're going to win 500 bucks off ten dollars or would you rather her fish out picks in this uh, five, six to one reason, more realistic chance of winning, more more frequency of wins. Like, let us know what you want. Give us all the feedback that you want to give us over on the Twitter account at the SGP Network. That's the Twitter account of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And if you want to find me, I'm over at lockbetting.com. I've just started a text service over there as well for the top level customers who are now getting in-play bets all of the time. Landed a winner on the penalty shootout tonight with Chelsea beating Tottenham. That was given out in running. Chelsea to win on penalties. I looked at the penalty takers on both teams, looked at the goalkeeper and thought it was an absolute no-brainer to take Chelsea in that. Uh, it's 10 to 11, 10 to 11 each, minus 110 US price. Easy money, lockbetting.com. That's it for me, guys. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening. 